I'm Tiana Beard. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in California as well as Nevada. I am here to share a message about taking care of your loved ones by first taking care of yourself. It starts with you. Usually as we grow up in our families of origin, we receive these messages to take care of and think of others first. And then when school and work comes along, the message is to put the, the, the group goals ahead of our own personal goals. Now, I understand with culture, sometimes that is the thing to do, and that is where our strong values and beliefs come from. It's more about balance than either or. Now, we can take like a convenience store. The way that they care for their community and customers is to first stock their shelves. So when it comes to us, we first have to stock our energy and compassion. The same with the oxygen mask theories that we see on the airplanes. We first secure our mask before we help other folks, including our children. The goal there is to have no one suffer from injuries due to extreme loss of oxygen. Secure your mask first or you risk not being able to help anyone else. We wanna apply this same technique to our mental health and self-care routines. You want to secure a healthy self-care routine and prioritize your mental and emotional health. This will assist you in your quest to make sure everyone that you take care of, that you're able to actually take care of them in the most effective ways. Now, here are three steps to have it start with you. The first thing we must do is recognize the factors that are obstacles to us filling our cup first. A number of my clients are caregivers where they are wearing multiple hats. They are holding down jobs. They are being parents to their children. They are still being active in their social groups, showing up for their partners, as well as uh, doing their, their, their roles or duties in their families of origin. Caregivers to multiple folks or with you when you have limited resources can make you feel like self-care is a privilege that you can't delve into. When folks usually hear self-care, we think of massages, self-care days, frolicking through the fields of flowers. And all that sounds great, but self-care is so much more than that. The two main obstacles I hear a lot of clients talk about is time and money. Self-care can even be on a smaller scale. Some effective self-care practices don't require much time or money, like getting outside of your home, soaking up sun, getting some fresh air, making sure you get your water intake and gentle movement throughout the day. We want to also learn and denounce the notion that prioritizing yourself is selfish. Self-care is not selfish. It is necessary for preserving you. It's necessary to helping you be the best you to take care of all the roles and responsibilities you have in every area. Now, we want to make sure you're here for a good time and a long time. A lot of the times we hear the model of I'm here for a good time, not a long time. But when it comes to preserving you for lifetime, we want to make sure you're here for a long time as well as a good time. We also want to affirm that you deserve to be a priority. 
and recognize how great the return of investment is in regards to self-care. This allows you to first be your best self. And it also allows you to show up in your relationships as, again, your best self instead of what is left after you've been pouring out all day. What we see and what I like to have my clients envision is I'm a pitcher with many spouts and I'm pouring into my work. I'm pouring into my children, pouring into my partner. The list goes on and on and on. If I never take the time to refill myself as the pitcher, I will be empty and trying to scrape the bottom and serve the folks and have nothing else to give. Now, if we allow ourselves to fill our cup first, this will help us always have a reserve for ourselves and not run dry on that compassion. Now, the last thing here is I just want you to think of yourself as a complicated uh, houseplant and the complications come with emotions. But you want to create a habit of checking in with yourself throughout the day on these basics. Have I had my water? Did I get some sun today? Did I get some fresh air? How am I on food? And did I trim? Did I purge? Have I cut the dead things off? If you recognize that there are relationships that are more draining than fulfilling for you, there might be an opportunity there to look at how to shift that relationship so that it can be more beneficial than draining. I really hope this conversation helps to be like a seed planted in your garden of life. And may this seed grow and flourish into a better relationship with self, which will help you have a better relationship in caring for your loved ones. Thank you so much.